1: This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland. And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception.
0: Well, welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up? Man, that intro is just like a call to worship. It it is. You know, it if really I'm ever just not in right. I know. There's times when, you know, we, we put out a lot of these, right? And yeah. so every now and then, maybe when we sit down to record one. It's
1: a little tense and stressful. Yeah. And I created that this morning i mean bit. it's a monday like it's like <laughs> and it's the end of turkey season i need everybody to get some stuff accomplished and quit jacking around that's right
0: that's right <laughs> but uh you know i heard those first couple notes and i'm like oh yeah that first lick is, on the old duck collar yeah. kinda,
1: it got me too i was like
0: mm, that's next <laughs> what we do is fun <laughs> so, what we do is fun that's You're right. right well well man what's uh what's been going on with you
1: oh man Everything and nothing all at the same time. It seems like treading water. Yeah. We need a name for this. Is this like Studio B? We got to come up with a name okay. for this. because Studio
0: B, the annex, Elba.
1: <laughs> I had a cleaning lady come today. The I, floor, I you can eat n- off the floor. <laughs>
0: That's true. Man, when we came in here this morning, I mean, Russ and I were like, Well, not Russ, but I was taking my shoes off. Yeah. Walking in here, just going like the floors were still wet. Bless
1: her heart. She cleans the house for Lindy every two weeks, just the bathrooms and the floors. And uh, a couple, about a month ago, I said, Hey, uh, I I want this kind lady to please add the barn. (laughs) It's getting nasty. Rob, she swept up a pile of, I would say, dog hair. But it was a lot more than dog hair. Yeah. It was you could have planted a, a good crop in it, uh, <laughs> and probably <sighs> I mean 200 bushels an acre corn. I mean, oh. dog hair. There was a pair of underwear. There were multiple socks. There was all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And she's like, "You you want me to save these?" And I was like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They, go, "They could no, be they go stored right here right in this there, trash can." Right there. So. Yeah, it's I a dare suggestion the, box. the first person. On this staff that complains about losing a pair of socks in the barn, no <laughs> they are run <running> and hide <laughs> <laughs> that's right,
0: but uh man, this season has been a doozy, yeah, it's been like fun. there's been a lot of a lot of moving parts and it's been a lot of fun, and I feel like as the team with as the team has grown, yeah, for sure we've seen a lot of the country
1: for sure. And uh, I definitely I want to dive into that, but just to kind of set the
0: okay. But before we change gears
1: real quick, I just thought of something I wanted to say. So right now, and just kind of give people a peek into our world. Okay, this is a barn that we're sitting in, and I mean I literally built this barn to like store my tractor and my lawnmower. Yep. I mean it was not intended to overflow when
0: people were in town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
1: that was an afterthought. I mean, this this kind of we have a little bit of a living quarters. It's twenty by forty. Just a little rectangle. That as I started building the barn, I thought, oh you know, it'd be nice to have a place with a TV mm-hmm. and a refrigerator, kind of a man cave. And that elabor- that turned into like an apartment. Yeah. And RT's lived here for a couple of months. Grizz, who who's Drake Levy, we call yeah. him Grizz. He's living here about three or four days a week. Um, and then a whole host of other folks. I mean, we yeah. had kid. Turkey camp here. The
0: Wallace's were here. Yeah,
1: the Wallace's shacked up Ty, for a while. Yeah. That's right, Ty Eubanks. Well, in in the midst of all of the moving parts, one of the biggest hurdles we've had at the shop is electricity mm-hmm. because we've got to bring in new three phase for the CNC machines to run. And, and so for most of the. Sp- it's
0: not just a matter of plugging those guys no, in. No,
1: no. And we can't even just plug regular stuff in. I mean, no, we're running like the whole. If we plugged whole- in
0: those machines and tried to turn them on, we'd probably like oh, put out the whole we're, grid we're running, in Somerville. Yeah,
1: the, the copy machine. At the shop <laughs> makes all the power flicker when it you know comes on. And when you flip on the light oh, switch, gosh. it's like there's 10 light bulbs. Two of them come on the first time, if you turn it off, turn it back on, then three of them come on, yep. then turn it off, turn it back mm-hmm. on, then four of them come on. So anyways, most of the spring we've been machining. Well, for one thing, we machined all the pots we needed for the spring in the mm-hmm. fall because yeah. we knew this move was kind of you know upon us. But once we burned through all the pots and we needed to start making more pots, we've had Russ in Memphis at the old shop, yep. which is just a skeleton. They're selling that building on Roselle, and, and so the only thing that's been there is those mills. So Russ has been there machining pots. Well, the time came that we really needed to get those machines out. Yeah. And we kind of got to enough through the end of turkey season that it was like, okay, we can afford to be down. Well, we can't afford to be down. <laughs> So we relocated them out here into the barn. Yeah. <laughs> so now my my barn's got four mills running in it, wide open for the last two weeks. Oh yeah. I mean, he last week I think Russ busted out about four hundred. I don't know if you can plots, hear it in the background.
0: I think it's not picking up, but there's four <laughs> mills. It's pretty much all I can think about every day. Really. Is, oh man, just steady. When you're sitting there and you're just trying to think, and then all of a sudden one of those mills like gets into its next groove, and it's just kind of yeah. <laughs> and there's
1: also <laughs> sounds that are very apparent not okay sounds like yeah. i've been sitting here multiple times with <laughs> with with russ and it's like it hits a lick and you're like oh that's not that good ain't the one russ stands up and marches <laughs> out like ah, out. you
0: know <laughs> but i mean it's it's awesome it's um manufacturing is so cool it is cool and watching raw materials go to finish things yep. is never not awesome and having it in, all in one roof the creative side and the and the production side is really special because
1: if we ever get it under one roof, it'll be under one roof. Well, right now, technically, production and creative is under
0: the same roof. It's just in Elba, but um, but anyway, it's just so cool because we have we have two kind of distinct parts of the team. That's right. And for us to get to see the overlap, yep. You know, when trips in here and he walks by and sees all the editing yep. stuff, and like, and then I get yep. to see like what he's doing with outside sales, and get yep. to see what Russ is doing. It's That's just right. Makes it more of And a last team.
1: week was really a cool week for that because not only did we move in the big acrylic machines, the, the Haas yeah. lathe and mill, which was a really fun day, we also locally sourced one bundle of walnut. Really? Which is super cool because for, for the last year or two, we've been buying walnut online wherever we could find it in slabs. Well, we got where we were buying more than our online sources could provide for us, mm-hmm. and so... I was able to get with a local timber company, and uh, he he happened to be going to build up. He's building a, a new office, and what and, and each room has got a different species of wood, of wood on the yeah. wall. And so he had a whole truckload <clears throat> of walnut coming. And they apparently they do a lot of walnut anyways. But so he had some. The, the problem with buying it from the mill is you have to have it kiln dried, right? And the mill. When they cut a tree down, they saw up the boards and they're, they're green, and then they stack them. and And if you air dry it, man, it takes you know six months or more to to dry yeah. it, and it doesn't get good and dry because it gets rained on and blah blah blah. And yeah. So most mills are not in the drying business; they're in the cutting down, cutting, cutting business, cutting up and getting it out. And getting it out right. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I I got with him, and he got us in touch with a with a kiln. And so about three months ago, we bought this load of 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 walnut boards. It's a little over a thousand board feet. Sent it off to a kiln. It all got kiln dried and it got delivered on Friday. Man. So we kinda had to restructure the barn for the umpteenth time. <laughs> and and we have a whole giant bundle of walnut. It's a serious.
0: Um, don't want to stub your toe on that yeah, guy.
1: Yeah. And and we've we've bought bundles before. We bought a bundle of curly maple and a bundle of cherry. But it's
0: just cool that it's but local. They,
1: yeah, they all come from way off. And so now yeah. we and we've got a bundle of cherry coming that's local as well. So it I you know, You said it well. I take a lot of pride in in the fact that Mm. we're building stuff that gets shipped all over the country. I mean, it goes in a plastic clamshell, and it looks just like the stuff that comes from China, and it hangs on the same kind of pegboards. And no offense to China or anybody that does their business that way, but I get a lot of pride walking down the turkey call aisle at a Bass Pro or a Cabela's. Yeah. And, and like, I know there was a human in Fayette County, Tennessee, that took that board and then – you know, sanded yep. it and sprayed yep. it and glued it. I mean, there's six grown men who feed their family touching that forty dollar pot call that gets hung on a peg. Yep. You know, and, and uh that's that's pretty cool. Pretty well special. too
0: and when it's local wood, I mean you're literally taking a piece of West Tennessee or mm-hmm. North Mississippi mm-hmm. with you wherever you go. Black yep. Hills or wherever. Yep. And that's yep. pretty special. So yep.
1: Josh Josh always says one of the in his list of questions he's gonna ask Jesus when he gets to heaven it, one of the questions is he wants to know the exact number of yeah. turkeys that were killed with his calls, and and I kind of I, the more I think about that, I, I at some point I'd like to know what that number is too. You know, so it's, I, I can't mean,
0: even imagine it just to be a preposterous. I know number. Josh's
1: number is a lot bigger because he's you know his volume is way up there. He's been doing it longer, but that's a pretty cool thing to think about. You know that people are you know carrying stuff around. A guy yeah. sent me a picture just this morning actually, uh, a guy named Jeff Blakely of. Uh, he and his wife doubled in South Dakota yesterday with a box call that he bought the very first year that we started in 2011, we started selling box calls. So
0: that's so cool. It's
1: pretty neat. You know,
0: <laughs> I just love that people keep up with stuff. That I know. You don't
1: think about it that they do, you know, yeah. I mean, but, but people do, they pay attention to that stuff. And, and, not everybody, but enough of them, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah. So. Well, and I joked about it, too, just about, the, like, the call to worship, but there's just such a liturgy to hunting that we've kind of talked about. it. Mm-hmm. like, this is the season. And I got, mm-hmm. this is, you know, I'm putting it in the vest mm-hmm. now, and I'm taking it out, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, everything that's after. And it's so mm-hmm. we just love process. And
1: so that's right. And on that note, I mean, here we are. We're staring down the, you know, the you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Turkey season's about over. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple weeks left, and, and there's a few trips left to be had Mm -hmm. we'll get there but uh I think today what I want to do is just sort of go around the horn and ask our guys and they're I mean heck RT and Josh are way up north and Mm -hmm. we've got guys kind of scattered out still today but we've got a few of them here locally and so we're going to kind of piece this episode together and just call it a round table everybody kind of uh take the hot seat and tell us what you what your last couple weeks has looked like yeah before summer sets in I just like – I like every season. I, you know, I, I like I like to see one end and one begin.
0: This I do like
1: a, transitions. This one's a little bittersweet, though, because we've got a new mouth call that I've been running all spring. And I mean, I, I don't want to brag, but I probably could give Josh a run for his money on the Grand National stage. This year, is spitting fire. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of want to yelp it one more, you know.
0: <laughs> I think you'll get a chance, too, before it's all said and done. And
1: I don't know. <laughs> the jury is still out. Mm.
0: Depends on who's that you jury you is. You don't know about
1: this? Uh-uh. Oh, I still don't have my passport.
0: How do you not have your passport?
1: Well, you know, when we went to Mexico, when we went to Canada, I know. It, it was expired.
0: Right. When I came
1: back from Canada. You just forgot about it? No, 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 no. I didn't forget. I reached out to the passport agency, and they were like, you need to allow somewhere but way more than six months. They told me six months wasn't enough to send off and have it processed and come back. Cause what? you know, cause COVID, you know, everything's in oh. shortage. And I mean, I don't know what their reasons were, but so I, so I knew you sent it I got, off
0: right away. No, I didn't send it oh, out, okay. off at
1: all because they told me it was going to take so long. Cause if you start a renewal process and then don't get it back, like you can't start a renewal process and then go do it in person. You have to pick which one. Mm. So I picked, I would just renew it in person Yeah, in hot springs, but you can't make the appointment for that until within two weeks of your travel. So, on Monday, I called the National Passport whatever agency to get my appointment for Hot Springs. We're sorry, sir. There are no appointments in Hot Springs. Okay. Well, do you have any appointments anywhere else? Yes, sir. And the lady got real quiet. She went, uh, where are you located? And I said, Somerville, Tennessee. is close to Memphis. And she said, okay, we have two options one in the continental U.S. and one not. And she said, you can, oh, there's a third option. She said, you can choose between El Paso, Texas, Puerto Rico, or Anchorage, Alaska.
0: <laughs> so, which of those options have you chosen?
1: El Paso. So, you're literally so, driving so out to El Paso? I'm not no, I'm flying. not driving at $5.50 a yeah, gallon you're right. diesel. I'm, you're right. I'm flying Thursday morning to El Paso, my appointment is Friday morning at 8.30, and then I get back here Friday night at 10.30. So my flight leaves Thursday morning at like 6 a.m. from Memphis. Oh. Two whole days dedicated to this passport fiasco. So so all that being said, I might not get to Yelp at another one because I was supposed to Yelp at one Monday in Mexico. <laughs> <But>
0: oh, man. <laughs> we'll see. Let's hope that gets settled out. You and passports. Let's hope. Let's hope.
1: Shoot. Sheesh. Anyway, so that's to be T B D, but uh
0: I think it'll work out. You also have pretty good luck even without a passport. <laughs>
1: I do have a pretty good knack for pulling tricks out of the bag. Goodness gracious. <laughs> this one'll this will be one of my better ones though. If this well one goes they're pretty down, good at letting like... them over
0: this way. Why will why not they let us that way?
1: Yeah. So anyways, well let's let's kind of let's dive in on our round table yeah. here. And we've got uh young trip. Hodges with us. I don't know why we call him Young Trip because he's the oldest trip on the team. How are you, sir? What's up, guys?
2: How are you? Oh, trying to catch up on some sleep, I guess. Yeah. Now it's time to work again. So yeah.
1: <laughs> well, where did you just get back from?
2: Man, I was way over there for a Florida boy. Uh, I was at the very northwest part of Nebraska.
1: Nice. So this is this the first time you've been out west? Yeah. Well, for turkeys. Okay. Uh,
2: been. To the Dakotas and Montana for elk and duck, but okay, for chasing some white birds first time.
1: Yeah, did you go? Wait, white tipped birds? You weren't shooting snow geese? No, (laughs) no, (laughs) (laughs) not quite. Good. It's a little late for that to be doing (laughs) that in Nebraska. (laughs) He's trying to save the tundra. (laughs) That's right. Did uh, did you go by yourself?
2: Well, uh, so I rode up with some guys from back home, um, and they stopped about. Two hours east of me. Okay, and they were on some private ground, and so I took the truck and for another two hours, just kept going west by myself. Nice a little solo mission, which was it was good because the whole year I've kind of dedicated it to.
3: Yeah,
1: give us to, some backstory on I that. Mean, you're, you need to you, t- take a deep breath and relax. This is not the trip Hodges of usual. You're a little you're a little nervous here. On, yeah. on so <laughs> you've dedicated your life this spring to. I've been trying to get Grizz as first turkey. And
2: man, as far as I'm concerned, it's never gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I mean Is it just a is it a U two thing? Is it a chemistry issue? Like I don't what, think it's what the, do you
2: think it is? You know, like the chemistry I I, I mean
1: it's there. I yeah, mean, there's, there's no debating chemistry. the chemistry. I mean, These two are I mean practically an old married couple. I mean
2: I mean from you know, restaurants we eat at and gas stations we stop at, we're, we're on the same line. But when it comes to yoping a turkey up, well, making a turkey gobble, I mean, it's been rough.
3: Mm.
2: We've been, as far as I'm concerned, across the entire south, <laughs> you know? And Y'all have hunted in Mississippi I mean, together. We've hunted Mississippi, we've hunted Tennessee. Arkansas, Tennessee, and Georgia. And on some fine pieces of property, public, I, I private. Even t-
1: I even took him to one of my places. Yeah. I mean, it was the worst day we had all season. I mean, and had a Jake at about 50, and Grizz just shook his head, and he was like, I'm not starting out with a Jake. <laughs> was like, okay, well, I don't, whatever. I mean. <laughs> so, throughout
2: this spring, I mean, I've been questioning my worth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I look in the group chat every day, and RT's got a bird, and Rob's got a bird, and. Spence has killed another one and <laughs> here's Josh just slamming him and I'm like, man. And
1: man, we've we've I mean we've you know, been a, polite, but there've not been any we've not held many punches back. <laughs> <laughs> Josh sent me this meme the other day and he was like, Man, I don't know. I don't know or um uh, I don't know Tripp and Grizz enough to send this in the group chat. <laughs> It, this it's this little girl frowning for her school picture. and says, "Who cares? I don't even care. I don't even like turkey. <laughs> turkey hunt is stupid. <laughs> oh, we'll have man. to somehow. Maybe decide. that'll be the thumbnail. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so you had to. So the point is, last week you had to dump Grizz and yeah. go
2: out west on your own. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it was my first time this spring. You know, getting to hunt by myself and. Yeah, I mean, I love taking other folks. I love being with sure. other folks. It, it It's really fun, but mm-hmm. it's good to go by yourself every Hell day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not pressured on what you think you should do, and it's just a, a really fast reaction thing. You know, yeah. like, whatever you think you should do, you can do it.
0: Yeah, and you're, just not, you're actually not thinking. You just are yeah. reacting. To be yeah. honest,
1: I hunt worse like that. It's really? Just, yeah, I just – I don't know why, Weird. but –
0: Do you find that you're you're more – I don't want to go rabbit trail too much. Do you find like you're more patient or more impatient or –
1: Oh, I always try to do the things that I couldn't do if I had somebody else. So, like, if there's a crawl 20 more yards. Like, if I'm sitting there – just the other day with with Keelan and and Hunter, we had a bird that, like, passed Jeff Wallace. I mean, he was roaring. And he, he got around him and got behind us. And I had him at 30 yards. I didn't have a tag, didn't have a gun. But he came by me at 30 yards and then stood up on the backside of this little hill and gobbled, and there was a big blowdown. And I leaned over to Keelan, and I was like, God, I would love to just crawl up to that little blowdown and see if I couldn't stand up and <laughs> shoot him over it, because I know I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing, if I was by myself, I, I would have, I would totally have tried that. You know, I always try the stupid stuff when I'm by myself. That's yeah. pretty wise. I appreciate right. that. That's
0: cool. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like there's sometimes you can get away. It's weird. There's times where you can get away with way more than you think, and there's times where you're like, the slightest little thing is just Oh like, yeah. Yeah, you know.
1: and and you know you know so anyways, I I, yeah. I just tend to always do the things that I wouldn't want somebody to see me screw. Like I try the <laughs> things that if I screwed up in front of somebody, it would be like, oh, you look like an idiot. You yeah, know? yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right,
0: sorry, Trip, go back to what you were so saying.
2: So I timed it out where when I was going out there, I'd still have plenty of daylight. Where I mean, I used Don X and pretty much every field I saw a flock of birds in, marked it. Yeah, marked it, marked it. Marked Nebraska's
0: it. got nothing but daylight, by the yeah. way. That part of Nebraska, it's like night. It's like dark light till nine fifteen. Yeah, it was crazy.
2: So, I'm I'm marking birds all the way there, and um, I get back to the hotel and just writing my landowners' names and numbers down. Just if I could get permission, I mean, private is most times better than public. Sure, (laughs) I mean, uh, but the first day I was there, I woke up that morning and it was a bad front. I mean, it was pouring down rain. The winds were like. 25 to 30 miles an hour. I mean, there wasn't much I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was probably good. I got to rest up a little bit. um and
0: That was Thursday, right? Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so, but it, I got a little bit of a break in that afternoon. So I went out to this public land spot I was at and was just trying to really, the idea was to roost a bird. And so I was, it was really, really, really just, I mean, almost straight mountains and wide open not a lot of cover it was it was different than anything i hunted before so my idea was just to try to get up tall as high as i could and try to strike one up or spot one and in the midst of that i was on top of a mountain and looking down and there was a a strutter by himself i said if i can get him to gobble i'm going after him i'm ready i'm ready for blood and so i hit my rio box call he sounds off i said Yep, that's enough for me. So he was in between two mountains at the very, very bottom of this valley. Walk all the way down there, and when you're there, it's it's still not flat. There's some little hills at mm-hmm. the bottom of there. So my plan was to just kind of get as close as I could to him and yelp at him, and where he couldn't see me, he might think there was still a hen there. So as soon as I yelp, I, I probably was within 100, 120 yards of him. I yell he gobbles and I said okay here we go when he sounds off of that I just backed up 30 yards when he crests this hill because I mean it's wide open there's no trees mm-hmm. I was like when he crests this hill I'm just gonna have to take it right here I've always had better luck too I think turkeys like to be on top of us so they can see us better just like we like to be on top of them top deal um so anyways I get back under this hill and he starts working his way all the way up and I mean it was beautiful I mean it's the first time I've seen a marry him. um and I could first see his just his fan sitting over the hill and then he worked his all the worked all the way up on top of it. And I shot him there that first afternoon and so that was awesome. And then that after that I I got um a call back from a landowner and he gave me permission and I still had time to go actually roost some birds. So I drove it was about an hour and a half I had to drive and I drove all the way over there and this land was it was it was really weird. There was some cottonwood trees that kind of made an ale in the middle, of the middle of this big field. I mean, they ran down for about 100 yards on one row, and then the next row were ailed out, ran back to the east of it 100 yards. Mm-hmm. And these birds were roosting at the very spot where they meet at. And uh, so I had this old-timer who told me the best thing to do with Merriam's is get right up under them two hours before daylight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so anyways i got in there the next morning super early um and i knew I there was two gobblers roosted in there and so anyways i get in there super early and i crawled down i got a within a probably 40 yards of these birds and i can i mean i can see them clear as day on the roost and i just sat there for for a while and uh finally got time for them to start gobbling these first two birds start gobbling and gobbling gobbling Well, man, the next thing I know, I mean, one sounds off, and I just, I I was stuck frozen. And I was like, if this bird's not roosted in the tree I'm sitting in right now, he's roosted in the tree right beside me. Yeah. But I didn't want to move and see him, but I still, I didn't want to, I guess, move my body and see him, but that inside of me, I want to know where, what tree he was in. So I took my phone out, and I put it on, like, selfie mode. And just kind of like moved it towards him, and I could see him. I mean, this bird was literally 10 yards from me, just right above my head. Mm. It was insane. I mean, they're gobbling really, really good. I mean, it was awesome. morning. just to sit there and watch them was pretty unbelievable. Were you surprised in the tree. at
1: how close you could get to
2: them? Oh, absolutely. I mean, will you get that close ever again? If I'm out there, yeah. I'm still scared to, I mean, they're just not Easterns. I you mean, just I'm not.
1: You just don't believe me. I guess. (laughs) Here's the thing. you got to think about turkeys that live their whole life on a limb at night in the tree. They're used to all kinds of stuff walking around in the tree with them, underneath them, cows, deer, wild horses. Right. I mean, darkness is your best friend with a turkey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I, I would just say, put it in your memory bank how close you can get and I would get closer if I was you. I'm telling you, if I know what tree he's in, I'm going to sit with my back to that tree. I don't mean like, when I say underneath him, I mean underneath (laughs) like not over beside him. I'm talking about under him. See,
2: whenever you told me that, it made sense though too because obviously, you know, um, if you hunt anywhere you can see a bird fly out of a tree, we'll just say for a field, the hens always go out and they pitched way out in this field, mm-hmm. you know, and then, like you said, a couple minutes later,
1: here he, comes the guy. Here he like comes it. out of the woods, yeah.
2: and it it just made it kind of clicked in my head. I was like, "Wow, yeah, they're a heck of a lot heavier than a hen. They no. don't want to fly that far." No.
1: And when you when you run up on like if you drive up on a group of birds, either driving down a dirt road or or even just down like a county road, and they're right there by the by the road, think about how many times you've seen the hens fly. Yep. They jump and fly and just straight away. They don't even think about it. They fly, right? But a gobbler will run. Yeah, I mean, he'll run along a fence. He doesn't even want to jump across that fence. He'll, you know, they'll act stupid. You know, they'll run and run and run, and then get hung up in the fence and do things like yeah. that. Anything they can to avoid flying, that's yep. gobbler behaviors. He don't. Yep. He don't want to have to fly very. That's far. right. So, so if you can get close now, and I'll, I will say I. I'm not. The, I didn't dream that up. Like I right. learned that. Yeah, right. yeah. And and I learned that. Uh, honestly. I was kind of like you. I wouldn't get very close to them. And I learned that in the spring of 19 or 20. Yeah. Kyle Ott taught me that. And I, I think it was 20 that it really made a difference for me. It was because it was COVID. Right. And everybody was at home. Yeah. I was too. You know, I mean, we, we weren't working at the at the office at the time, at the clinic very much, a little bit, but enough where I was going. So I had time to roost birds in yeah. the afternoon. Yeah. And, and other phases of my life I never had. Right, And I started getting close, 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 close. And the closer I got, the more effective. I mean, like I'd rather either be in one's bedroom when he flies down or just wait till 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of I mean, And see, I've always been the guy
2: who, honestly, I mean, I'll tree up at some, but, man, I'll be scared to do that because I just have always felt like that early. It's like I don't want to gum this up, and it costs me the day. Yeah. You know, but, I mean – just When, day you, day when you're in close. position
1: and being able to see what they're doing on the limb, oh, yeah. it really changes the way you think about all of that. Um, because I kind of was that way, too. I wouldn't tree up much. And I and I don't still, but en- but you need to enough. Yeah, yeah. And when you watch him pivot on the limb and face that way and then face this way and you can kind of see what's going what through his thinking. mind. And yeah. he's like, hmm, am I going to go this way this morning am I going to go that way this morning? Right. And it's pretty yeah. hard to appreciate that from 150 yards. Oh, know?
2: absolutely. I and mean, that was – so cool um sitting there watching both those birds just yeah. on I mean, I've seen birds in trees, you know, but being that close, I mean I could hear this bird drumming yeah. in, the, in 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 a tree. Yeah. I was like, Good grief, yeah, you yeah. know. And so um as the morning went on, these birds, you know, gobbling, gobbling, gobbling. And the first two, the ones that I initially knew that, that were there they were there, they pitched down, I mean, at my feet. Mm-hmm. And the next couple birds that pitched out were these hens and they pitched out about, I don't know, 60 yards um, to trying to get towards the middle of this field where they were kind of feeding that. And then the bird above my head, I mean, he, I mean, he probably could have spit on me if he yeah, wanted to. He just I dunked that just right there. Yeah. And so in the position I was in, I felt like at that point I was so close. I was like, I'm going to, you know, let him work out a little bit. And I wanted to enjoy it. I mean, I I had two tags left and I was like, this is probably it, you know, right here. Uh, so I got to watch them do their thing. And, uh, that they started working a little bit towards the hens. And I finally spun around and got my gun up the way I wanted it to. And, uh, cut down a few times and they were just, Pow! and I do some soft yelps. And I mean, I was just playing with them yeah. I and mean, just, just trying to soak it all in. Cause this was it for my turkey season. Sure. Um, and so finally it got to that time and, uh, I kind of, I mean, I've always just dreamed about just a snowy white turkey. I mean, I've wanted that forever. And I haven't had that option being as far south in Panama City as I have, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, anyways, I picked the one out, and uh, he finally got ready for it, and I shot him, and then the next two just, I mean, just got on top of him, just beating him up, beating him up. And uh, I shot another one, and uh, that's when I FaceTimed you. and I looked at my phone. And I didn't. Under, I didn't realize how early I shot those birds. <laughs> yeah, I think I called you at like five fifteen in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was uh, six fifteen here. Yeah,
2: but. and so I mean, I'd been watching the birds.
1: Yeah, at, for twenty minutes. Yeah. That point. Yeah.
2: I mean, that was the earliest I've ever shot a turkey in my yeah, life. I mean, yeah. it was. That's the idea. It was unreal. <laughs> yeah
1: when you eat breakfast you're doing it right yeah that's right (laughs) there's it's like i told somebody one time there's no bonus points given for hunting places that there aren't turkeys (laughs) (laughs) same for ducks that's right that's why we get in the truck and drive to arkansas bub that's right you know well good for you that's that's fantastic i'm glad you had a great hunt and filled your tags and it's good to hear you know i've heard some really positive Reports out of Nebraska this year, and the last two in Nebraska have been really, really slim pickings, and um, so it's it's good to hear you know good bird numbers and good hatch and all that. So
2: and those those people out there are so nice. Yeah, pretty cool part of the world. It was cool.
1: I mean, those mountains in the northwest corner are no joke. You don't realize Nebraska has that. They're like desert and mountains all at the same. It
2: well, and you know all those. I mean, you're close enough where it's I mean, it's not the Black Hills, but no, it is the it, Black Hills. I mean, absolutely, like, so it's, it's the is, Black it? Hills. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. the, it's
1: the same mountain range, but it's a it's a small you know range yeah. of of hills. But it's it's the same.
2: It was sure. cool the different terrain I got to hunt in because like I said the first bird I shot was I mean, straight mountains. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was insane. And then uh, the other ones I got um, were more of kind of like mm-hmm. in a field. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely something I'll be doing again and. it it
1: feels good to you know awesome
2: kill turkeys again that's right we're
1: good (laughs) we're good all right we'll go get back to work so we'll see yep congratulations buddy thank you all right
4: hey hello what's up hey guys oh my gosh are y'all putting
5: yeah what what do you think we're doing? Well, I
4: figured with Hunter and RT, I figured you'd be, like, you know, taking a nap this afternoon. No. Are y'all waiting one out under the roost tree, or what's the, what's the plan for this afternoon?
5: No, we're just in a spot, giving it a try. We've been here about 20 minutes. So I just woke up from a nap.
4: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, well we're just kind of, we're going around the horn, and, uh, kind of getting an update from everybody and we've we've gotten tripped pulse and heard all the glory of his uh short lived Nebraska uh you know conquest and uh wanted to just briefly hear from somebody that has killed more than one turkey this season so uh you want to kind of give us just a real quick rundown on what your last couple of weeks have been like
5: um yeah it's been been a lot of fun. Been into a bunch of turkeys. Uh, this last week, I think I've seen five or six misses calling birds <laughs> and other guys. Been a little frustrating, but uh, happy to be having some to play with, you know?
4: Yeah. you. I guess you, you started out in Pennsylvania first of May, right? Went up there and hunted with Hunter and, and Jeff? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was that pretty good? Good as usual, or...? What would you say the pulse on uh, the upper northeast is?
5: Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I was able to kill my turkeys the first two days, and and uh, oh, I'm trying to put the days together in my head right now. Um, I had to see Hunter and Jeff kill one a piece, and uh, and then you and T was rolled in. That went well, and then after that, I had a we had a youth hunt here in Ohio, and I got to guide a kid who was a uh, national champion IBO shooter so he wanted to hunt with a bow and we had How'd some,
6: that go? We
5: had some really good <laughs> hunts but uh the <laughs> last morning he unfortunately missed two about a half hour apart and, ah. um, but um he was super excited he said it was the best time he'd ever had turkey hunting and that's all that matters he he had a good time
4: that's awesome man good for you Good for you. And so, where are you guys at right now? It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need GPS coordinates.
5: <laughs> no, we're in, we're up in Wisconsin.
6: Nice, nice.
5: Yeah, love it up here. We've been uh, we've been scratching them out. We're today's our second day of hunting. We've killed five so far.
4: Heck yeah! Um, Has RT videoed any of them dying? That's a secret, too. Okay. <laughs> well, because the reason I ask is he's over two on Hunts with Me, or I should say over three, uh, where uh, turkey dies and, and, and then we get video footage that we can, like, rewind and watch, you know, and do all the cool things that you do with video footage, you know?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him fill you. Oh, god.
4: <laughs> all right. In for that sounds like that'll be a fun conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll,
5: I'll let your video guy tell you. <laughs> out. Weather
4: weather up there treating y'all all right? It's hot as heck down here.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, it's in the seventies right now, but it's gosh. The first day we got up here, it was in the high eighties when, when we got up here Saturday night, and uh, since then it has been comfortable, seventies, sixties. He's got some wind right now. That's it, but no, good deal. no rain or anything ugly for the next few days. So oh, good. we are seeing a bunch of birds, and uh, some of them been pretty hemmed up, and, and uh, we've had a few little fits with jakes, you know. Yeah. Which which is a good thing. I yeah, mean the For the future, sure. but seen a lot of jakes.
4: Oh, good. Good deal. Well, man, thanks for taking a minute and catching up with us. Uh, Hope that you fill however many tags you have left and have some wonderful hunts. And, uh, hope you have a good time up there. Yes, sir. All right. See you yes, in a sir. couple good weeks. To you guys. All right. See you, buddy. All right. See you guys. So, uh, we had a little momentary, uh, lapse in double team coverage there. Rob, uh, had to bail out. Fran burned her toe. And so, we now that we've gotten, all the glorious details of Trip Hodges' <laughs> conquest in Nebraska, Rob. I'm glad you're back with us.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to be Stay back. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. <a> little... <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Yeah, we got Fran fixed up. She burned her foot. She uh, she learned a very valuable lesson that you don't pull mugs of of uh, hot tea over on yourself. So hopefully we've yeah. gotten the uh, as my as my brother Walker just said, nobody pitches a perfect game. So it's good to go ahead and get that out of the way. You know the first real injury, so but she's okay. She's a trooper. She's laughing and smiling now. So it's good deal. All, well, you can ask. Well, for. I can
4: tell you, I can tell you from experience, it will definitely not be uh, her last. Uh, fortunately, she'll be okay. Kids are tough.
0: Man, they really are. I mean, she's happy and smiling, and 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 if if I had done the same thing to my foot, I, everybody would know about it by now. So, <laughs> but uh, but anyway,
4: I was just gonna say, tell me about your trip to Nebraska, because you and Ben just made a pretty cool trip, huh?
0: Yeah, we did. We uh, About a year ago, Ben kind of put it on the books for us to go visit Jed over in Nebraska and go hunt with him, and it's something that uh, we've been really looking forward to, especially this year, because, you know, with Ben's back, and, yep. you know, it was our first trip to really get to go together, and what we kind of said early on was that, all right, Ben, this will be a successful year. If just for his own sake, if, you know, if we get to go out and sit under a tree in Nebraska together and uh, listen to a few gobbling on the roost and man, we did it. And it it was so cool and and special, but we left on Thursday and we headed that way and a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement. And, you know, on the way we, gosh, we drove through a 60, 80 mile an hour, getting alerts, drove through a dust storm, tractor trailers all over on the side of the road. Um, we passed 14 of them, just blown over. And we end up, Jeez. yeah, we finally get to where we're going, and then it starts hailing. And it's like, where are we right now? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, it was 90 degrees. You and can then, make, a, make a mental note
4: that anytime you go somewhere where they have, like, gates on the on-ramps and off-ramps of the interstate, that harsh weather is a possibility.
0: Uh, no kidding, and I didn't notice I started noticing it later, but there's actually wind socks on the overpasses. Oh, yeah, can you? I can't even, I saw that and I thought it was for like crop dusters if they were like working the area, and I was like, no, that's just for trucks so they can see how windy it is. See if they're, yeah, so I mean, there were, there were uh, campers blown over. 18-wheelers blowing over, and traffic was just humming along. I mean, I guess either they're just familiar. with. There's no rubbernecking happening. They were just buzzing along. But, man, it, it was crazy. But, like I said, we got there, then it started hailing, and then all of a sudden the sun came out, and it was beautiful, and it stayed beautiful. And, man, we – uh it's
4: about spring.
0: It's one of those things about
4: can be volatile, you know? It
0: yeah. It makes
4: make those kind of trips just a little extra memorable because I've definitely been a part of a few of those where it went thunderstorms the hail and the temperature drops and nothing you know i mean you just never know what's gonna happen what
0: what do they say out in the midwest if you don't like the weather just wait a minute Mm -hmm. so but exactly but anyway so we uh we got out the next morning and we got in real tight with one and heard him gobbling. And it was actually, it was right actually next to like an old golf course. And so we were, we were not on the golf course. We were off of it and we were facing a different direction, expecting him to fly off in front of us, but he actually flew down and landed on this putting green and was out there awesome. strutting, on, strutting on the putting green on the back brilliant. nine. That's brilliant. <laughs> and brilliant. just, yeah. And he's gobbling his head off and looking around and he gets his hands with them and he just kind of disappears. And so we were we were thinking, man, he's going to come right to us. And he ended up not. And so we end up kind of sitting for a little bit. We make a move kind of in a creek bed and can look up and see him. And they're going the opposite direction. And we kind of put it together. We say, listen, we know kind of where they are. We're going to kind of make a play to see what else we can see. Because it's a three-day trip if we want it to be. And so we're not in any huge hurry to go after one. And we drive around, see if you kind of get a sense of what else is going on in the area, and then when we make a swing, we see him right next to that creek bed on the opposite side. So he, was on the, he started off on the east side, and now he's on the west side. So we ended yep. up being able to pop into the creek bed, make a quick move, kind of poke our heads out into the field, saw him again, went back in the creek bed, went, got within about 60 yards of him, and called a little bit, and he came around the corner and put a good shot on him. And first – Merriam slash Rio, I don't know what they are out there because so, but uh, yeah. it was Heck awesome. Yeah, man,
4: you, you can call it whatever you want to call
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was it was very fun. I mean, it was one of those surreal kind of moments like, man, we hadn't even been here 24 hours. And here yeah. I am standing with a turkey awesome. going, no way. Like, this just happened yeah. so fast. And um, so we drive out some... Man, home. I
4: think people... People make such a big deal about what they are. What they are is turkeys, yeah. and they gobbled, and they came to you, and you had a blast shooting them. It doesn't
0: matter what they are. You're so right. You know? Yeah, I try not to get hung up in that. I guess it's because, like, I'm, there's a, a part of every turkey hunter wants to get a grand slam, right? And so there's this That's part right. of you That's that right. I think once I either, uh, for lack of a better term, get that behind me, but once, once I guess I accomplish that, I think I will mature a little bit towards what you're saying is they're turkeys and mm-hmm. you know, cause he came in, his head just looked like a cube, just a yeah. white cube, just right at us. And man, it, awesome. it was awesome and surreal and, and it was just fun. I, I, you know, we left Ben because there, that Creek was just kind of nasty. So him kind of like moving up and over stuff really wasn't in the, in the equation, but We shot, and then I could hear Ben just hooping from a distance because he just knew, like, if y'all shot, like, what if we missed? He's like, y'all didn't miss. (laughs) You know, but, um, you know, we tried to – Misses in the turkey woods usually sound like, bam, bam,
4: bam. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Followed by some obscenities. (laughs) (laughs) One one uh, shot. One one hollow shot's not typically a miss.
0: <laughs> that's a really good point. He he said something along those lines and goes normally if you just hear one that's a good thing, but if you hear like a, a yeah. follow up, that's when it gets bad. So That's
4: right. That's but,
0: right. And then that night we kind of shifted to, okay, Ben's turn. We got permission from a farmer and um we're sitting in a good spot and you know, we had like a little piece of farm equipment, an old piece of farm equipment to our back and then a, a hedge to our left, so we we're real comfortable. But our front cover wasn't very good, but we had some hens come up to us. They were probably 25 yards away, and then they get closer and closer. They're probably at 15 steps, and just, you know, just sounding up there just like Josh and Hunter, just making noise. And It was just just awesome. So they slip out, and then we see these two big black bodies coming at us. We're like, oh, it's game on. And they come running. Not running. They come, like, looking because they see the hens because the hens are right in front of us. Yeah. And then Jed gets one of the hens fired up and she's turning around and looking to try to figure out where the sound is. And those jakes well I just killed my storyline, but those biggest jakes I've ever seen in my entire life, full fan. <laughs> Cause they were strutting and we're going, No kidding. Like Nebraska's full of turkeys. Holy cow. And anyway, so they come up, they do the thing, and we you know, they kinda turn broadside on us and we see these little nub beards. And I was like, Yeah <laughs> They yeah, they tried to die. But uh <laughs> But you know, and it was fun. And, and one of the things I just love about these little trips is because every new, new bit of ground you're on, it's just like this completely different experience. And so it's just like this sensory yep. overload of what this is and what this looks like. And you know, we had a mm-hmm. we had a skunk come out in front of us, and he hmm. ugh, he had a he was full strut, had that tail up, just kind of booming in. Comes in right in front of us. Comes in right behind us, and we thought he was gone. Well, then we start seeing mm-hmm. his little white tail coming through the grass straight at us. <laughs> and we're like, Ugh. So we're like flicking sticks yeah. at him so he'll go around. Well, ten minutes later, Jed's like, I, I think I smell him. And he kind of looks, and he looks under his elbow, and that, that skunk is like right smack dab behind him. And, boy, oh. when I tell you we busted out of that hide like a covey of quail, we just... Just oh my blew god. out of there. And we said, Oh, that's um uh, that's probably Did it for pray? this. Shit. No, he didn't, but oh my gosh. Jed was practically pushing us both down trying to get out.
3: <laughs> he said, oh I was Oh my not getting god.
0: <laughs> but uh but anyway, so blessing in disguise, we ended up hitting the road some more and found a spot yep. where we saw a bunch flying up. And when I tell you that there were no fewer than thirty turkeys roosted in this one tree. There oh, were, heck yeah. It was unbelievable. And really, honestly, the first time I got to watch a whole bunch fly up like that. Yeah, pretty cool. It's weird. And like one of the gobblers that we saw, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, he he went to the base of the tree and kind of looked up and then walked probably 15, 20 steps away from the tree and then turned around and got a running start and, and flew up. Yeah.
4: Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, well, that, I mean, gobblers just don't hardly fly from a. Just, they, they, they can't quite jump and fly the same way a hen can. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they, They're so much heavier. They need they need some they need some runway, you know? Yeah, and totally.
0: It was just so cool, funny man. to watch him walk the other way. We're like, oh, where's he yeah. going? And then he goes, poof. And did one of these yeah. Olympic sprinter yeah. <laughs> yeah. long jumper that's deals.
4: Cool. That's a good feeling, by the way. Going to bed knowing exactly what limb they're on. I mean, it's kind of like in Canada when you put a whole bunch of them to bed and yeah. you got permission underneath Ooh. where they're flying. I mean, it's like your meal just goes down a little better and you sleep <laughs> a little better.
0: <laughs> I was literally just about to say the same thing, and you're just excited at that point. You're like, you're like, let's just go to bed so it can be tomorrow already. Yeah, you know. And so, yep. you know, we got in real tight, and um, man, it was just awesome. We, I don't know, we probably set up probably sixty yards off of the tree, and I tried to, you know. I, I said, what would Luke Oswald do? So I uh, took a nap.
4: <laughs> you did what Luke does best. Yeah, took a nap. <laughs> that's right. I, I said, Luke
0: kills so many turkeys. What am I? What's he doing that I'm not? And I'm like, I'm not napping enough, you know. <laughs> so I took a pretty pretty aggressive nap and just woke up to like a gang gobble that just just about made me jump out of my chair. And uh, how
4: early do those birds out there start gobbling?
0: Oh, 4:50. I mean,
4: no Man, kidding. It, it's it's a when you say your prayers at night and you're praying for like declining turkey population. We need to pray that God doesn't allow Easterns to ever start gobbling that early because if Southern turkeys started gobbling as early as those Western turkeys did, there wouldn't be any more of them. They'd all be gone, every one of
0: them. Mm, <laughs> I believe it. I mean, I mean, they'll gobble one of the the, the turkey that the turkey that I killed the first day. We made him gobble at like nine thirty. 30. <laughs> yeah. But, but we went mm-hmm. out there and kind of hooted at him and he gobbled and he was like real close to where we were. And we just kind of poured ourselves back into the truck and <laughs> eased on back. But, um, mm-hmm. man, it was just, I was, I was so hyped up in that moment just because I just kind of pretty much knew I'm like, you never know in Turkey hunting, but I just pretty much knew Ben was going to get a chance and yeah. that was just a lot of feels and a lot of stuff just coming together. I didn't care about getting another turkey. I just wanted him to have a chance and man, they flew yep. down, hit the ground, kind of swung. I think they kind of saw where we were. We had a hen and a, and a, and a gobbler out and um, yep. he, they kind of landed and kind of walked a big circle around us and four gobblers came up and ben and i were able to i mean they came so close to us that um i mean i'd never been so close to a turkey in my life and you know we were able to ben and i were able to double and it was just it was just really really fun and real exciting and just kind of surreal because most of the turkey hunts i've been a part of haven't happened that fast
4: yeah and so
0: there's this you know and and when we went back and watched the video, Jed took a little video on his phone. We went, went back and watched it. I had no idea that they gobbled at us that close. <laughs>
4: yeah, I saw that. Like, Jed yelped at them, and they, and they all gobbled at y'all at the same time. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And,
0: and and Jed and Ben were talking about it afterwards, and I had no idea. I said, what? <laughs> Show um, me that. And I could totally just blacked out. But anyway, mm-hmm. man, it was special. And I don't know. Every turkey is awesome. very special, but those were... Even more special just because it just meant the ones
4: you go, the ones you put to bed and do everything the way you want them to, and it all works out like that. I agree with you, those are extra special. I uh, there's seems like you don't get a ton of those, you mm-hmm. get one or two of them every year, and that's just, I mean, you just you, feel you like enjoy you, those more because you get to think about it, how it's gonna go down, yeah. and when it actually plays out the way it goes. <laughs> you wanted it to, it's like
0: totally, yeah, right. you're thinking about that, and, and there's also like this, um. I don't know. Almost an attachment with, the, uh, like you said, you've you've had time to think about those birds, and when you went to bed, and then you woke up and thinking about them, and then you got there, and you were like, there they are again. Like when you encounter yep. a bird and make a move, still fun, still special, still incredible. But you kind of feel like y'all didn't get you to don't know have each much lead other.
4: Up to it. That's right. Yeah.
0: We're like, well, that's we didn't right. really get to know each other <laughs> before we jumped into this. But that's right. But uh, man, it was special good for y'all. There's there are declining populations what they are you know we shot a few out of that group and we went and saw that Heck same yeah. group in the next field and there were still three longbeards with them strutting with eight jakes and like 15 hens i mean so that that's was awesome. promising for the future so
4: that's good but, i've heard very positive reports out of nebraska this year from y'all and, and uh what trip saw and a bunch of other buddies that have been out there i mean i've not inviting everybody to run to Nebraska and mash their guts again, but yeah. Nebraska was one of the states that a couple of years ago it seemed like it was big time on the decline. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm glad to yeah be hearing some positive reports of turkeys. Definitely, uh, you know, good turkey numbers out there. So yeah, I know y'all had to have a good time laughing at Jed. uh <laughs> come back, side hurting. <laughs> I mean, if you don't. If you don't laugh when you're hanging out with Jed Lamb, you're doing something wrong. I mean, Lord, that boy can. <laughs> That's he's, right. he's a he's a character.
0: He he is, and I always have so much fun when I'm with him. And you know, Jed was like right when Ben got hit. Jed was always texting me, seeing how Ben was doing, and he called me on his way to Alberta. I wanted you know checking on him, and that really means a lot. So to. For Ben to get back good. on the board with us, the two of us in in Nebraska. That was that was something special.
4: Heck yeah. That's good. That's that is really special uh, I'm glad y'all glad y'all got to do that. Heck yeah. For sure. So.
0: Well good deal. Uh good deal. Has anybody really asked really you about your them. turkey season?
4: Uh no. Well, I mean not not on this podcast yeah. a few people have around town. Uh Sure. It's been it's been pretty good. I, a guy asked me Sunday at church said, uh Man, I, I asked your boy how church season was going and he said, Man, it sounded of like yeah, a really good one. He said, How's yours going? And I said, Well, hey trip's have definitely been better. <laughs> You've killed more <laughs> than I have. Uh, it, it's been good, man. It's it's every year that you the- little bit older it seems like it gets more fun and i, I know that it that's going to crest and have to go down on the back side of the hill i wish i could keep maddie and trip kind of the age they are right now for a while mm-hmm. so that's not the way it works but it's been really fun uh really really fun so i killed one here at home um and then i've seen several die here at the house but uh last week keelan and i went to pennsylvania and hunted with josh and hunter and Man, I there's just it's like having a cheat code when Josh and Hunter are yelping twenty yards behind you.
0: Uh, yeah, I uh, can't even imagine.
4: Yeah, you, you have two jobs: keep your finger on the safety and ready to be turned off, turn it That's it. That's all you need to think about. Uh, <laughs> and those guys like just they they have they flock talk like I've never heard before. I mean, it's like they they they're thinking ahead about what the other sounds the other one's going to make. And I mean, I've got like two sounds I make on a mouth call and they're, they're pretty decent. You know, it's like yelp, yelp, yelp. Then I have a cut, cut, cut. Don't really have (laughs) much of a purr, but I mean, they've got 5,000 sounds and man, they do. The way turkeys react to them is just remarkable. And, uh, Keelan killed his, and, and he said to me, he was like, uh, they always call that much. And I was like, yeah yeah he goes that's unbelievable he said i've never heard that in my life <laughs> that's not me either. it's wild uh but that was really fun to hunt with hunter and jeff there for a couple days and heck yeah um yeah it's great he killed killed two i killed one and uh i, I messed up and didn't buy my license in time in pennsylvania is, is a state where if you buy your license in advance, you get two tags, and if you buy your license after uh, May first, you only get one tag. And so I got one tag; he will get two. And, hmm. But that was fine. I mean, there were there there are definitely turkeys, but their numbers are certainly uh, declining, um, like a lot of areas. their Their numbers are not what they were a few years ago. So it did not it, it didn't feel bad to watch other people shoot one and, and um uh, you know just enjoy the yeah. experience but yeah uh and we had it we just had a great trip and right before that i actually got to hunt in missouri with jr and josh and hunter and that was fantastic And so i've had some really good ones this spring in texas uh, in, yeah texas south dakota i mean they've they've all been really good man i've I, I've got no complaints about the spring except that it's almost over. That's mm. about it. But
0: <laughs> I just doesn't feel right that spring's almost over.
4: It evaporates just like just like duck season, man. I mean, it seems like yesterday that it was early March and nothing had started and now it's over. I I I wish time would slow down. But the older no I kidding. get, the faster it goes by.
0: No kidding. Hey, a a uh, a shout out to Jane and Scott Rhodes. She uh, yeah, she man. Finished Talk up about hurt.
4: season of season of all seasons, man.
0: Just so cool. He texted me because yeah. uh, after they finished hers, I think they they swung back through Nebraska too, and mm-hmm. uh, or Scott ended up killing one on the day after his fifty first birthday. The coolest
4: part about that, it was actually on his birthday, not the day after his birthday. It was on his birthday. Oh, awesome! The the, the coolest part about that was he was not on the gun. Jane was. Yeah. And the bird came in on her weak side where she couldn't get a shot and it they had one big tree between them and the bird and when the bird went behind that tree it was obvious that it was gonna come out on on what would have been Scott's strong side, Scott's left handed, she's right handed. Yeah. And she and she put the butt of the gun right in his chest when the, the turkey went behind the tree and she put the butt of the gun in his chest and said, You you need to shoot this one and it stepped out from behind the tree and he smoked it. I mean, as a as a dad, like that that makes me so happy because I know the ones you give away to other people are more special than the mm-hmm. ones you pull the trigger on yourself. And to think about her experience in giving one for like that, this. And you know, that's just that's oh, so stinking cool. It is so
0: stinking so cool. cool. Her 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 head knowledge in terms of just an instinct and how she gets the game, and she. Like you said, I could learn a lot about turkey hunting from Jane Rhodes. <laughs> but, but I I'm, told
4: you that. It's oh true. yeah, but it's,
0: like, even she and Omi, where yeah. they had that thing where I think Jane's gun clicked, and Omi just had the you know the presence of mind yeah. to just pass her gun quickly and safely, and then they ended up doubling yeah. together. Doubling. Like, yeah. Goodness gracious! I mean that's that's grown yeah. man stuff. I mean that's awesome. Yeah.
4: Well, you know it it you know what makes turkey hunters is the same thing that makes good retrievers, and that's reps. Yeah, you can, there's no you can you can study it and read it and watch it, and, you know all that. Yep. Um, and you can learn a lot that way from book knowledge, but nothing replaces experience. And you know, the cool thing about Jane and Scott is just that. I mean, I'm jealous because Scott only has one kid that's really interested in hunting, and he's able to kind of pour all of his time into her. And they've got a really special, special relationship that I'm way. Sure. But man, J- Jane has. Jane has been in the heat of battle more than most grown men and and uh, and she's had a absolute you know fantastic mentor coaching her over her shoulder. And, yep uh, that's, that's yep. fantastic She just you know for those listening, Jane is uh, either 14 or 15 I can't remember I think she's 14 mm-hmm. but um, she's just a little younger than Maddie. But she shot a single season slam this year, and uh, she did it, I believe, pretty well without without any decoys. Um, the place they went in Florida was was a tough hunt, um, and and I mean every everywhere she's been, none of them have been easy, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm so proud of her and so proud of Scott for making that happen.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. So. And just one more little thing, just that. I think the kind of the culture that they've created out there in South Carolina of just going on hunts even if you don't have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when we were like Jane didn't get a tag when we went down to Florida, but she still went yeah. went on hunts and helped scout and do other stuff and That's right. That's just that's you right. just learn so much, but just you know, being a passenger on it and being a participant without yeah. a gun or without a call is it matters yeah. and you soak up a lot and it's about being together in yeah. the woods. So That's
4: right. And making that normalizing that is is what's cool. And that's been one of my favorite things about that TFC group is just, that is a whole bunch of guys that are raising kids to do it the right way. And, mm. and I, when I say that, I don't mean, I'm not even necessarily talking about tactics. I'm, I'm just saying in term, the right way in terms of respecting the resource yeah. and thinking about the future and, and and, you know, enjoying it for what it is. Which is interacting with the bird, you know, yeah. and uh, it, it's it's really neat uh, to have seen that whole group of kids and what they've all, you know, what they've all pulled off this, this spring is really a bit special. So no doubt, Jane actually, Jane actually didn't get her Florida bird on the youth weekend when she went down there with Omi.
0: That's right. Uh, yeah, because, she, they had to come back. Omi,
4: yeah, Omi. Well, Omi drew Jane. Jane or was the other way around.
0: Omi, Drew, and Jane did not.
4: Um, right. So, Jane went on that hunt without attack, and yep. then Scott got an invitation to go back down later in the season yep. to get uh, Jane or Bird. So, uh, anyway, just just super special. Uh, you know, this is a good one. I feel like every, every turkey season I say that, but, you know, I, and I hope that we're saying that for 20 years to come. No you kidding. Know, I really do, but. I have my doubts, I, I have my concerns, uh, but, you know, like somebody said the other day, hopefully, I think it was Blake Sullivan who said, hopefully everybody works as hard this off season to make sure that there's more turkeys next season as they work during season to kill the ones that they killed. So,
0: that's true, uh, that's true. You know, that,
4: that's something we can all do, is work just as hard in the off season as we do during the
0: season. Yeah, so. no kidding.
4: Anyways, well, that's about all I got, big guy. All right, I'm, I'm talked out.
0: Yeah, me too. I need a, I need a nap after this morning's excitement. It's <laughs> it's weird, you know, you know, never having a kid get hurt. This is the first one, so kind of like, kind of just just makes you realize, like, uh, even though this isn't just the most serious thing in the world, it's in the Lord's hands and not yours. And it's just this small, gentle reminder that he's, yeah, he's we're not in control. That's right, and you need to put Something him in like control. Here.
4: Yeah, nothing like kids makes you, uh, you know, realize that.
0: No kidding. <laughs> it's, it's crazy a, how
4: they have the ability to just bring you to your knees and you realize that you are not in charge.
0: That is right. <laughs> that is right. The illusion of control, and I'm very grateful to the Lord for that, that it wasn't anything more serious. So, But uh, but anyway, man, yep. it has been an awesome turkey season. I hope that we get a story from you in Mexico and your passport gets resolved. And uh, oh,
4: No kidding, man. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. I hope so, too. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's pretty well all I've got. I guess I'm I'm about talked out. Uh, so, Rob, thanks for doing the logistics on the back end to make these <laughs> things possible.
0: Heck, yeah. Thanks,
4: everybody, for listening.
0: All right, so we've got another bonus one for you. This episode's been everywhere, but am going to call RT real quick. Hello. What's up, buddy?
6: Oh, just editing some road pics.
0: There you go. Yeah, this this part of the uh, episode is the "Don't Wake the Baby" edition.
6: Oh yeah, you're yeah. talking in a very hushed tone.
0: Pretty much, Liz is over here getting a few things done, and it is a non-conventional podcast for sure. All right, so we called y'all earlier when you were tucked up against an oak tree. So now that you can mm-hmm. talk outside of a hushed tone, man, how's yeah. how's okay, Ohio all, been, and how's your season I don't, been?
6: Ohio was cool. Uh, we went and hunted um, one day, and it was not very good. But I got to see Josh work on some turkey calls. Got to see Josh work on some taxidermy. Nice. And that was cool. Uh, Wisconsin has been sweet. But before I get into that, I don't know if you're going to use Josh as part of the phone call in the podcast. But Spencer made a remark that, and I, asking about if I had gotten some footage, and stated that I I had gone over two with him. And that's actually not correct. I was 1 for 2. I would just like to say that I was not 0 for 2.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that's perfect to leave in the podcast. I like yeah. that. Fight for your yeah. rights as a cameraman. I just feel like, you know, if I had gone over 2, I would have, you know, tipped my cap and taken my lumps. But I didn't. You didn't. Over for 2 it. is a lot
6: different than 500, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, in the words of Spence, those are Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> exactly. But
6: uh, Wisconsin has been really good. We... They killed two yesterday, and then Hunter went with um, Tom, their kind of landowner connection. I gotcha. Uh, buddy up here it went with him and his nephew or grandnephew, and they killed one. And I'm pretty sure it was his first like long beard. Yeah. Uh, and so that was really cool. And Heck then they they doubled this morning. Uh, Josh and Justin. The son-in-law, Tom's son-in-law, and so that was really cool. And we were in the dang thunderstorm. We were down in this little valley, and <laughs> the there were long beards <laughs> all around us. Yeah, there were long beards all around us. So uh, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, doubled this morning, flew down into us, and <clears throat> that was really cool. Uh, and then, but like later in the day, and the afternoons have been tough. It's been, it's gotten real hot in the afternoons the past three days since we've been here. And that hadn't helped much. And, uh, it just feels like we've come close like each afternoon and we've had to work really hard to come very close. Yeah. And, uh, to not get there and then to drive an hour home from the unit we've been hunting is, is make for early bedtime.
0: Yeah. I get that. But man, it sounds like y'all have absolutely been applying the pressure, let's say.
6: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm complaining, but not really, I'm (laughs) not really, I shouldn't be allowed to, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah. Especially after the season you've had.
6: Oh yeah. I, I've had a a pretty good season.
0: Can you, can you pick a hunt? I mean, you've had, we've talked a little bit about it together on the podcast, but I mean, can you pick a hunt or a moment that to you just really, really stands out as like, this one's going to be with me for a while,
6: man. Um, Yes, yeah, absolutely. It was really cool going out west with my dad. We went to Texas and to South Dakota. And um, so that was awesome. I actually got to hunt with my dad a lot this spring, and that was really cool. But my my favorite moment for sure was he and I at our family farm just east of uh, Nashville. Yeah, And I called one up for him the day before. And it, it seemed like a sure thing. The guy was gobbling his head off. And he got to about 20 yards, stood right behind a tree, and gobbled for about, you know, two or three minutes. It mm. seemed like 10. Oh, but yeah. uh, I think this turkey literally turned himself inside out to do an exact 180 and go back the other way and didn't give my dad a shot. <clears throat> and so we went up went up the next morning, actually Mother's Day morning. And didn't is get dangerous territory.
0: You better get it done Do early. What? I said, That's dangerous territory. You better get it done early exactly. on Mother's Day. Well
6: actually the, the day before we had been doing some yard work.
0: And so ah. mom
6: that evening asked um my dad if he was gonna go turkey on. And my dad goes, Well, you know, I gotta take all that stuff and don't forget the farm, so we're gonna we're gonna go at least for a little while. So he he really played his cards <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: That's awesome. He got, in,
6: he got some brownie points for uh the yard work and then got a turkey hunt out of it too Heck yeah. but we started um on the back side of one of our ridges and didn't really get into anything so we looped around got got above one who was just breathing fire and man he came through some thick stuff and he gobbled the whole way and uh my dad killed him I mean it was it was a spot I've always wanted to kill a turkey and uh man it's always more fun in the woods and it's my, it's the biggest turkey my dad's ever shot. Mm. And so it was was pretty cool. It's the first turkey I've ever called up for him on a family property.
0: Yeah. I remember you talking about that at the beginning of the season, that that was like a, a goal or something that you really wanted to do for your dad was to be able to call one up for him. That's pretty sharp. Oh
6: yeah. It was awesome, man. We were pumped. It it was, it's funny. He's got one of those Garmin watches and it's, it like told him his heart rate got to like (laughs) 135 beats a minute.
0: Yeah, that's not that that's not was, good for while a man. While that turkey
6: just breathing fire up the ridge,
0: it, you know it's good. not.
6: But at the same, in, in the same, you know, instant, it is. It's really good for a man. No, so. I
0: I get you. Yeah, you absolutely need to like frame that and put it somewhere like with the picture of the turkey.
6: Oh just yeah, just like in its on. own
0: separate frame.
6: I got I got something in the works. I can't go into detail because they because he listens to the podcast
0: now. Oh, do we need to like bleep out that section of it? Nah, okay, it'll be okay. Okay, he knows that
6: picture. We took a really good picture um, afterwards, and he knows that was going up somewhere. So, no harm that foul. Heck, yeah.
0: Okay, so the rest of the season, though, I mean, pretty much all of us have either cleaned the shotguns and put them up, but it seems like you've got Wisconsin. Are y'all rolling somewhere? Because you've pretty much hitched in with the the Rogue Hunts guys. Where where are you going after Wisconsin?
6: I know I've got to run home because we've got a show to work. Yeah. Uh, This coming Saturday, but I'm either um, Hunter says he's got plans to try and do like Vermont um, and maybe Connecticut, and before he goes to Maine, and so I may jump in with him. I'm not really sure. I'll probably know the day before I need to go, Um, but I I hope I get to any anything to you know
0: continue the season
6: exactly to push back the Sunday scares, if you will.
0: No, for real. I mean I felt that way coming back from Nebraska. It was just like
6: uh-huh.
0: you know, been looking forward Dude, to Dude, coming back from Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, an absolute
6: freaking gas mashing trip it looked like. We
0: we had a good time. We were there. We were um we realized that we got to Nebraska and back in less than forty eight hours and had a big time doing it.
6: With four turkeys,
0: heck yeah. Yeah, we did and it was awesome, it was man. fun. We we each got two and you know, we thought about either going west for a second to go see a couple friends of his or a couple friends of ben's maybe shooting another one or like stopping back through kansas but man we just kind of he starts a new gig on tuesday and and uh, yeah and my girls were a little sick and liz had been paying paying the dues for me for a couple days so i decided it was probably time to
6: head on a guy
0: man i think if you don't have if you don't have a world
6: great world's greatest dad mug, we need to get on
0: that ASAP. <laughs> I I have a similar shirt, but man, I will take world's greatest dad mugs whenever. Yeah, Liz. Yeah. Uh, you, what you can't see is Liz is in the kitchen with me, shooting me a pretty nice scowl.
6: Pretty nice. At least it's a scowl and not a bird or anything. I can totally see her just Robert and <laughs> rolling her eyes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. The full name. When I get the full name, I know it. that's when I've messed up. Mm-hmm. But um, well, all right, man. Well, that sounds awesome. You have had an incredible season, seen a few die, and just that's right. I've gotten gotten a a few
6: people who are close to me on turkeys, and I've gotten quite a few myself. So, no complaints.
0: No complaints, man. This has been a season that I'll remember for a while, and I'm already looking for the next one. But
6: it seems like the past few turkey seasons in a row, I've just been like, like at the end of it or near the end of it. It's like, man, this is why. You know, these two months in, the, in the, every spring are so special.
0: So special. And
6: I think I'm probably going to do that every year.
0: Well, on that note, we'll close it down. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder podcast. We'll see you on the next one.